0: We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God-Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. you, you, you. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres and I am the host of this show and a human design reader. So if you are new to this show, welcome. And if you're a repeat listener, thank you for coming back. I want to talk today about a couple of things around daily practices. So this has been coming up for me a lot because I am so effing dedicated to my daily practices. It is unreal. I will never miss a meditation and I move my body every day. I get out in nature every day. It is is literally the thing that keeps me sane. And then I was listening to someone's YouTube video and she said that she believed going into you know, the new age and going into these new timelines that we, the human beings on the planet are in terms of, and when it comes to, daily practices, it's going to become a non-negotiable to do the, these things. It's going to become a non-negotiable. And when she said that, I'm like, all of the cells in my body were like, all the fuck yeses. Like, that felt so true to me. And I knew, I'm like, yes, this is real for me, 100%. So I wanted to come on here and just share some of the things that are my non-negotiables on a daily practice, things that I do every single day to keep me in alignment so that I can show up and do continue to do the work that I love the first thing I want to jump right into and share is the number one tool that I use. I actually have four main tools that I use that are non-negotiables. And the first one that I use is of course, human design. So human design is, you guys know I'm a human design reader and human design for me is a non-negotiable. The reason why is because I live live, live by my energy type, my strategy, and my authority. So I always tell people, Especially people who first pull their design and they feel a little overwhelmed with all of the information on your chart and on your body graph. They feel like they have to know it all in order to do it correctly. The key really is your energy type, your strategy, and your authority. If you can get those three things down, you are golden. You're going to be great. Like You will literally figure everything else out. Everything in your else in your chart will, for the most part, fall in place when you figure out or when you live according to your energy type, your strategy, and your authority. So figure out what those three things are. There's a ton of free tools online to use. If you're not quite ready to get a reading yet, you can just Google human design free chart and you can see right away um Joby and Archive and a bunch of other different websites are going to come up where you can go right on there and learn what your energy type, your strategy and your authority is. And then if you want to go deeper, you 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 can just Google like your energy type, like what does it mean in human design to be a generator or a manifesting generator or a projector or a reflector or a manifester? And then do the same thing with your authority. What does it mean in human design to be an emotion, to have emotional authority? What does it mean to have sacral authority? What does it mean to have ego authority? Just go through whatever it is that comes up for your strategy, your authority, and your energy type. So your strategy could be, I'm here to respond to life, or I'm here to wait for the invitation if you're a projector, or I'm here to wait the lunar cycle if you're a reflector. It just really depends on what you pull, and just based off of that information, you can learn a lot about your energy type, your strategy, and your authority. So that's where I'm always going to encourage people to start. And I say that for me personally, human design is the guiding light and, like, in my life, it's like the guiding signpost always in my life to how I'm doing. And I always know, like, If I'm trying to be Speedy Gonzalez and running around and freaking trying to do everything and make everything happen and I'm not present in my life and I'm not present in my body, as a manifesting generator who is here to respond to life, so are generators, I know I'm not present enough to respond to anything. I know that I'm living this fast-paced life and it's like I'm not present enough in the moment to know when I'm getting a soul fuck yes to something or not because I'm not even here right now. So that's something to kind of just lean into with this whole thing with human design is your energy type strategy and authority and allow those three things to be the guiding post in your life to help you to make decisions, know how to wake up and use your energy every single day. It really for me is the number one thing on my list is knowing my human design. The second thing for me when it comes to my daily practices is meditation. I cannot not do meditation. Like I have to meditate or else I am in, I literally get into the rat race right away just like As an MG, I kind of have this like Tigger-like energy that's ready to kind of go, go, go and do, do, do. And I can very quickly get out of alignment and fall into my not-self theme of frustration if I am not being present. So in order for me to slow my energy down, I really do have to take that pause. I have to take that pause and be silence and quietness in order to fall into alignment with my strategy, which is responding to the universe and responding to life and the things that come in my direction. So I highly recommend meditation and you can do that, you know, however, it feels good for you. I know people that do apps for meditation. I do transcendental meditation, which transcendental meditation is science-based. I've talked about it on the show before. If you're interested in learning more about transcendental meditation, just look it up. Google transcendental meditation, or you can go to tm.org. That's the website. It's T as in Taylor, M as in Mary.org. And you can learn about transcendental meditation and find a practitioner in your area. Meditation is the number two thing I cannot live without. The reason why is because it is the meditation that I do is science-based. So it literally has a lot to do with the brain, the wiring of the brain and how the brain is at reacting and navigating this plane because the brain really is the Ajna in human design. It is the processing center. So the brain is processing through everything that's happening around us. And it's just important to exercise that part as well. And I think that's what meditation is for me, the same way that we use, you know, yoga or working out to exercise, we also have to do something for our brain as well. And so for me, the physical exercise with the brain comes in with doing meditation. And that is how I sort of get my brain to almost kind of have a massage or rewire itself, reconnect my neurons connecting in the right way again. And I do that for 20 minutes every morning. So a lot of people who get into transcendental meditation or TM, they will do the morning and the evening practice, which is what is asked to, to do the morning and the evening practice 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night. It's really funny that I'm talking about this because after over four years of doing TM every single morning, I actually just started to get into doing it at night, which I haven't done since I first started doing it. So I did the morning and evening meditation for like the first six months. And then after that, I just did the morning meditation. And that was great for me. But now I'm feeling like a lot of energy at night. And so it's feeling a little overwhelming for me. So I've started practicing TM at night too, to like calm my energy down and to reset myself before bed in order to get better sleep. So I highly recommend some form of meditation. And again, I love transcendental meditation just because it's very science-based and there's a lot of proven, scientifically proven benefits for people who do transcendental meditation, including, you know, stronger memory and reduction of uh, things like dementia and it's all science-based. And I used to know all of the information by heart when I first started to do this practice, but I've kind of gotten off of my game about knowing all the details about TM. Just know it's amazing. And if you want more information on it, you go ahead and check it out online. I've talked about it on this podcast before. So the third thing that I feel like I absolutely cannot live without is holistic eating. So I cannot not eat right. My body like turns against my mind. If I turns my mind against me, if I don't eat right. So this is, you know, it's not that dramatic for most people, but for me, it's super dramatic. Like I have to eat correctly or else like I don't I'm not functioning right. So I eat a very clean diet, organic, non-GMO foods, and I don't eat a lot. So that's the other thing. And everybody's different, but what I realized is the more than I'm on the spiritual path, the less I really need to consume food. I eat a lot of fruit. So like I drink a ton of water. I drink about a, a liter, a little more than a liter a day of water, which is a decent amount for my body weight. And I don't eat a lot of food, actually. I eat when I'm hungry. So what I realized is when I first wake up in the morning, I used to, oh my God, like back in the day, you know, before my awakening, I could get up and like smash like a cheesy egg bagel, like no problem. And I'd be like hitting mental fog by like 10 AM. And then I'd be wondering why, like I'm experiencing this. It's because your gut has that direct connection to your brain. And I was experiencing that fog. So what I realized is when I wake up in the morning, my body is actually not hungry. It's thirsty. So I drink a lot of water right away. I drink like, you know, eight ounces of water right away when I wake up and I have like, I can't drink coffee because it's super acidic for my stomach. So I drink green tea and I actually love organic India. I don't get plugged for any of this. Just so you guys know, I'm just telling you what I do. So organic India is, I feel like a brand that's really overlooked in the tea section, but it is like hands down the best fucking tea out there. So I drink their Tulsi tea, which Tulsi is a beautiful plant that is known to repel EMFs by nature. I can't remember which huge religious monument there is on the planet where they have it surrounded by tulsi plants because they don't want the EMFs affecting the frequency of this historic monument i can't remember which one it is but anyway they have tulsi plants surrounding this this sacred site so that the EMFs do not affect the frequency and so tulsi is really great for EMFs as well and i drink tulsi green tea every single morning with like a lot of lemon and a lot of organic unfiltered honey. And that usually kind of wakes me up. The green tea wakes me up. And then for me personally, usually I'm not super hungry until like 10 o'clock or or not even like, I start to feel like a little bit hungry around 10 or 11 and I start to, so I'll eat like a banana or grapes or blackberries. If I feel like I want something crunchy, I have like organic non-GMO crackers. So this is just the way that I do it because I work from home. Okay. So like, I don't have... People around me helping me to stay awake. I have to motivate myself, and that's not easy when you are working from home and you're trying to like motivate yourself to keep going. There's no coworkers around me or anything like that. I have my friends who I try to message and talk to as much as possible, but. I don't have a lot of interaction with people, Um, so it's like I have to keep myself going. And if I were to smash a cheesy egg bagel in the morning, okay, I'm going to be hitting the bed by like 11 a.m. So I eat lightly, and even around by the time I really start getting hungry, which is around two o'clock in the afternoon, is when I start to feel like a little bit of a rumbling, like I'm actually feeling like I want real food. I typically go with something lighter because it's in the middle of the day, and I do not want to. Smash some pasta because I know that shit's gonna make me tired. I learned and read over the years that um, because I okay, I don't want to get off on too many different things here, but I just want to say that one of the things that I learned on my holistic journey is that the thing that will make you the most tired digesting food. So when your body is trying to digest that burger you just smashed, you are gonna get tired. So might as well wait until a little bit later to have your pasta and tacos and anything that you want. I eat whatever I want, but I eat smart because I don't want to feel tired throughout the day. And as long as I'm hydrating myself, I'm not super hungry during the day. So in the middle of the day, typically I will have something lighter. So I will eat like, you know, for me, eggs for is a good source. I'm pesca vegetarian. So I will have like scrambled eggs or a hard boiled egg. And I like to incorporate vegetables. And in the winter, I am from the Midwest. I will make sure that I am eating like cooked broccolini or something like cooked food. And that feels good to my digestion. Um everybody is different. like everybody's biology is different, so not everybody should take on the same food. I will say that's when I realized too, this whole thing where you know, when people a couple years back, even before that started talking about intuitive eating, do you guys remember that? Like people would say like, Oh yeah, I I eat intuitively. I'd be like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, but actually when you allow yourself, your intuition and your spirit to choose your food, it is a totally different experience. I will say because sometimes I'll open the fridge and I don't let my mind take over. I just like open the fridge and I'm like, I feel my body. Like for me, I'm a sacral being in human design. So I'm looking for that expanded feeling in my body. And I swear to you, sometimes I will just automatically look at my fruit drawer and I'm just like, I want those oranges, like right the F now. And it's just like my body knows I want that. Like I want it right now. And where I could look at like a banana and be like, no, no, I don't really want that. Like, but I just look at the, like the oranges and I'm like, yeah, like I want that juicy orange, like right now, you know? So it's just funny. Like when you start allowing your body to do this, you realize like actually your body is going to go with the healthier foods anyway. And I'm not saying that like the orange is healthier than the banana, but I'm just saying that in general, your body will choose something that is healthy and nutritious and hydrating for you when it is that, when it's like your body needs that. So, it's a really cool experience. Don't shun intuitive eating until you've tried it and you've allowed yourself to open yourself up to that sort of experience because it is really fun. By the way, if you are somebody who's looking for a great holistic health podcast, I used to binge the fuck out of the ultimate health podcast. This is like probably for me, the number one health podcast. I used to binge that. Oh my God. Like when I first started on my holistic journey, they're the ones that introduced me to all the stuff. Like the the tea that I drink the Just so many different things I'm drawing blanks right now But the, I just learned so much from that podcast So I highly recommend um, The Ultimate Health Podcast If you are interested in listening to some Binge-worthy health holistic guidance You can definitely trust anything coming from that show I used to listen to it every single day Religiously for years I kind of got off of it Just because I got to a point Where I literally bought everything That they suggested And I've like gone through So I I still listen to it every once in a while but man I was really on that that podcast right at the beginning of my holistic journey. So the fourth thing that I cannot live without is movement. I have to move my body. And each energy type you can work out differently. That's another kind of part of human design, which by the way, human design has so many layers. You can learn how to best eat for your energy type. You can learn how you best learn according to your variables and your arrows in your charts. So there's so much to learn. Okay. But I'm not going to go down that road right now. What I am going to say is for me, I am a manifesting generator and I have every single one of my centers defined except for my crown and my Ajna. So I am somebody who has a lot of energy to put out and I need to get it out. So I work out every day or I go for a walk or I get outside. I get outside in nature every day, no matter what, even if I'm just standing there in the snow with my snow boots and snow pants on, I do it because I have to connect to nature or else I start to feel really squirrely in my house, especially because I work from home. So if you are somebody who is needing body movement, I can recommend, I've been using this app called Asana Rebel, A-S-A-N-A Rebel forever. I mean, I've been using this for years. I can't even tell you how much it costs because like I've been on that subscription for so long. Like I can't even tell you how much it is. And like I said, I don't get plugged for any of this. I'm just telling you all what I do. And Asana Rebel is awesome because it will, it's yoga in movement, but you, it's even these five minute videos. That's what I typically do. I'll do the five minute yoga video. And I have my favorites already picked out. I do the longer, like 20, 30-minute ones on the weekend. And I do my five-minute ones before my workout during the week. So I'll do the five-minute um, workout or five-minute yoga asana rebel before I do my workout. And I have found the best effing workout app ever. Okay, like if you're somebody who's interested in working out, but you haven't quite found the one and I'm not somebody who likes to go to gyms. I don't like gyms. I like to do it in the privacy of my home. So if you like to work out from home, check out Tracy Anderson. She is, her workouts are insane. They are so good though. Like they're not impossible. Like it looks hard, but once you start to do it, it's really not hard. So I would recommend Tracy Anderson for... Your workout videos, if you are interested in her. Her app is a little bit more expensive per month, but At the same time, I know people who hire like personal coaches and they pay them like 80 bucks a session. Okay. And they meet with them sometimes every other week. So I highly recommend Tracy Anderson. I think it's like 90 bucks a month to have her subscription on the app, but she is every penny worth it. Like every single one of her moves are for a purpose. She's super into the muscles in the body and how they connect to the mind and connect to the brain. Every single one of her movements. You think you're not doing anything. You think it's like, oh, this is just like something. And then later on you're like, whoa, like this really helped this part of my body, like out of nowhere. You're like, holy shit. So um I think her workouts are kind of magic. They're sort of like a wizard. She put those things together and I'm like, girl, like whatever, however you learn to do these wacky workouts, like this shit works. So I highly recommend Tracy Anderson to anybody who is looking for a workout app at home. So these are my top spiritual tools. I actually had someone message me and ask me that. Um, And I kind of tucked that one away. And I figured, you know what, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about what it is, what it takes to live aligned so that you're not losing your shit out here in this dense world. And what I highly recommend is one, getting to know your human design, two, picking up some form of meditation, three, holistic eating, Okay, I actually had someone tell me one time, how can you afford organic food? I was like, how can you not afford organic food? Okay. Like once you start eating organic, you will probably start eating less because your body is receiving the nutrition nutrition it needs from that organic food. So it's just a way of life. Um, Once you start doing it, you will know. Um, You cannot go back to fast food life or any of that. Like your body will reject that shit and you actually don't even want it. You will will want that juicy orange (laughs) over that like greasy ass like fast food burger, like trust me. It sounds insane and I never thought I'd be there, but that's, it's just the truth. Number four, again, is that body and movement. So yoga and getting your body moving and getting out in nature. Nature's huge. Grounding, taking walks, connecting to the earth. is just priority. So these are my four things that I cannot live without. These are my spiritual tools that keep me going, keep me in alignment. I hope this information helped you all, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a god and so are you.